You're listening to the Burn Youth Podcast. We hope this message encourages and challenges you to live for Jesus. Let's get into it. for God tonight. No, no, no. I said, is anyone here thankful for God tonight? Come on. Come on. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, welcome to Encounter. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh. I need you right now. I need you right now to high five three people and introduce yourself to them. And take a seat on the carpet. 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 We're going to keep the band up. We're going to keep the band up. Take a seat, but don't get comfortable. Oh. Oh. Turn to your neighbor and say, don't get comfortable. We're going to keep singing soon. Wow. Hey, well, if you are brand new or semi-new in the last couple of weeks to Burn Youth, can we just say we love you? We are so glad you're here. We believe that Burn Youth isn't just a cool, fun program, although it is, but we are a family. And we hope that if you love it here just as much as we do, that you can be part of this family. You can be part of our friendship group. We always say you don't have to believe to belong. And we hope that you feel that you belong here tonight. Is that good? Cool. Hey, I just want to talk really quick, like not very long, because I really want to get back into praise. I really want to get back into worship. You know, we wanted to do this night called Encounter because we wanted to set up a scenario. We wanted to set up an opportunity for us to encounter the living Jesus. Here at Burn Youth, we don't believe that Jesus is dead. We don't believe that He's in the grave. We believe that He was raised to life. And now you can encounter His Spirit. You can encounter His presence wherever you go. It's just that some of us need a special event like tonight to feel like we're ready to encounter Him. I want to challenge you tonight. If the only time you encounter His presence is at BYC or a special night like this, I want to encourage you. I want to challenge you. His presence is all around you. His presence is all around you. In the moments where you feel like He's not there, His presence is right there. In the moments you feel like you've lost everything, your world is crumbling, things aren't going well, His presence is still there. Amen? I believe that for every day there is on earth, there's a reason to thank God. For every second I have, there's a reason to praise Jesus. We sung this beautiful song, I Thank God. And it's my favorite song right now. It's like, it's my favorite song. It's my bop. It's my jam. I'm playing it literally all the time. And it's not getting old. Mega can attest to this. I play it all the time. And the first time I heard it, there were tears running down my face as I was jumping in the living room. I, I, man, sometimes, sometimes you cry in a slow worship song. You know, when the beautiful electric guitar hits that line or Isaac plays something awesome on the keys. 
Yeah, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. <laughs> Put your hands together, fires. <laughs> right? But this song, it brought me to tears, not because it was slow and emotional and pulling my heartstrings, but because it tells the story of a real life encountered by a real God and forever changed. He picked me up. He turned me around. He placed my feet on solid ground. I thank the Master. I thank the Savior. I thank God. But thinking about this song, thinking about this song about thankfulness, about thanking God, I I asked myself this question. Is there ever a time when I shouldn't thank God? Oh, that put a bit of a downer on the mood, didn't it? Is there... Ask, this, ask yourself this question. Is there, any, is there ever a time I shouldn't praise God? Is there ever a time in our life, a situation in our lives where we shouldn't thank God? Well, to answer that question, there's someone in the Bible I want to introduce you to. He's a man by the name of Saul. Have you heard of this guy? Has anyone heard of Saul? Okay, a few of us, a few of us. Saul, just to give you some context, he was a religious zealot, which meant basically he was really religious right? Not Christian, Jew. He was a really religious Jew. He did everything to the T. He was, he, dot, he crossed his eye, crossed his T's and dotted his eyes, right? He was really particular about following Judaism, right? And he hated Christians. He hated this message of Jesus so much that he went out of his way to capture Christians, kill them and throw some of them in prison. Right? So he was a very intense guy living a very hateful and angry life. And on this particular day, he was on his road, he was on his way down the road to a city called Damascus. And at this city, his plan was to trick some Christians and capture them and throw them in prison. But along the path, doing his own thing, following his own way, leading his own life, a blinding light from heaven appeared in a flash and it blinded him and he fell to his knees and a disembodied voice called out from the heavens and he said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Why are you attacking me? Why do you come against me? And Saul, looking up at the blinding light, he said, Lord, who are you? And the voice said, Saul, I'm Jesus, the very one you've been attacking. And he said, get up, Saul. Saul got up. And he said, you're going to work for me. You've been living your own life. You've been going your own way. But I'm plucking you out of that. I'm picking you up out of that. And I'm setting you down a different path. You're going to work for me. If you know Saul, you'll know that he changed his name to Paul. And he was the guy that pretty much started the whole church around the world. But he was living a life contrary to God. He was living a life away from God, but God picked him up. He turned him around and he placed him on a new path. I wonder, are there any people in the room that can testify that that is their story as well? Are there any people? That was me. That was me. I grew up in church. I grew up in in, in Bible. I went to Bible school. I I grew up in, in Sunday school. I learned all the stories. I did all my, I learned the Bible. I, heard, I was in church every single day. I was a good Christian boy. But in high school, I decided to go my own way. As a teenager, I decided to go down my own path. But at the age of, what, 17, 18, God picked me up and he called me and he said, no, 
You're not going down this path of destruction anymore. You're not going down this lifestyle that's going to lead you to ruin anymore. I have a plan and a purpose for you. If you haven't experienced that tonight, let me just say, the life that you are living now is not necessarily what God wants you to live. He has a better, a far better plan for your life than you could ever imagine. And He's going to pick you up out of that. and He's going to turn you around. Amen. Years later, Saul, now Paul, he healed my heart. He changed my name forever free. I'm not the same. He had a name change, right? He's Paul now. He's doing the Lord's work, right? He's going around the world. He's preaching about Jesus. He's telling people about Jesus. He's seeing people healed from illnesses, which is crazy, like just crazy miracles. He's seeing people that have like possession, like they've been possessed by demons. He's seeing them being freed of that. Um, he's seeing people come back to life. He's seeing crazy things, right? But Paul and his friend Silas, because of all the work they've done for the Lord, because of all the preaching they've done about Jesus, some people got mad. They gained some haters, right? Right? They gained some haters. And this mob kind of was rallied around and they started beating on Paul and Silas. They started persecuting them. They started attacking them. And it basically got to the point where Paul and Silas were thrown into prison. They were thrown into prison and the jailer was instructed to make sure that they wouldn't escape. So the jailer put them in the, the innermost cell in the prison, the, the cell in the middle, like the maximum security cell. And he put these big chains, these big shackles on their legs to make sure that they wouldn't escape. Isn't it ironic that Paul, this guy who used to put Christians in prison, is now a Christian in prison, <laughs> right? And you can put yourself in his shoes. God, are you serious? Yes, I was living against you. Yes, I was living away from you, but you called me to this. You called me to this. You are the one that picked me up and turned me around. I'm now working for you, Lord. And this is how you treat me? I decided to, to stop putting people in prison and to stop attacking people and to start preaching about you. And now look where you've put me. I'm in prison. I wonder if you can identify with that. I wonder if you can use empathy and put yourself in Paul and Silas's shoes tonight. Maybe you had a similar story. Maybe you came to the Lord. Maybe you made a decision recently or a long time ago to start following Jesus, to be a Christian. Maybe it was in a Friday night youth service like this. And since then, you changed the way you started to live. You started to read the Bible more. You started to come to youth more. You started going to church more. You started to pray more. You started to even tell your friends about Jesus and invite them to church, right? But then somewhere along the line, you ended up in prison. You ended up in prison. Your world fell apart. Somewhere, can, can we get some keys? Can we get, some, can we get something? Somewhere along the line, something bad happened to you. And now you're sitting here in shackles. You're sitting in a cell and you're thinking, Lord, where are you? I gave my life to you, Lord. And now you've put me in this prison. Now you've put me in this bad situation. I started following you, Jesus, thinking that my life would be swell, that my life would be all good. But now my parents are split up. But now my friends don't want to talk to me. But now that I'm a Christian and my friends know I'm a Christian, they make fun of me and they call me names. They ridicule me. And Paul and Silas, they had every right 
they would be totally justified to bang their hands on the floor and curse God's name. I would, I would totally understand them if they yelled in anger to God. But you know what they did? They sung praises to the Lord. They sung praises to the Lord. The Bible says that they worshipped passionately, so loud that all the other prisoners heard them and started thinking to themselves, what, what's going on? <laughs> I wonder if there's people in a spiritual prison here tonight that are going to make the decision to worship so loud that the people down at Arendelle Centre here and start saying, what's going on? Let me tell you something. The Lord is worthy of your praise, no matter what situation you're in. Whether you're in the palace or the prison, whether life is going well or not so well, He is worthy of your praise. Oh, He picked me up. He turned me around. That's a high note. Please back me. You have to make a choice. You have to make a choice. Will you praise Jesus? Will you praise Jesus? <laughs> so, is there ever a time where you shouldn't thank God? Nah. When's the appropriate time to stop praising God? Never. <laughs> Do I stop praising God when my family falls apart? No. Do I stop praising God when my friends leave me? No. Do I stop praising God when I got no hope for a future? No. Do I stop praising God when my life is crumbling around me? No. Do I stop praising God when I'm in the deepest, darkest moment of my life? No. No. I will never stop praising God. No matter what the world tells me, no matter how much my friends at school make fun of me, no matter how crap life gets, I will never stop praising God because He is worthy of it. He is worthy of it. Come on, someone give the Lord some praise tonight. Someone give Him some praise. Hey, but there's more to the story because that would be pretty depressing if I just told you, yeah, just deal with life and keep praising Him. Although you should take that lesson away because you might be in that situation right now. There's a lot of situations. Sometimes you look around the room and you think, I'm the only one struggling. Everyone's struggling with something. We've all got a prison to pray through. But as Paul and Silas praised the Lord, breakthrough happened. If you only get one thing out of what I'm saying tonight, catch this. On the other side of your praise, there is breakthrough. On the other side of your praise, there is freedom. On the other side of your praise, there is liberty. Why? Because Paul and Silas, if they could praise God in a prison, then you could praise God in your situation. But as they praised God, as they got on their knees and prayed to Him and said, God, I love you. Life sucks right now, but I love you. And I praise your name anyway. As they praised the Lord, an earthquake shook the ground. Rumble, rumble, rumble. Give me some kick, give me some kick. Oh, right? An earthquake shook the ground as they praised the Lord. And the foundations of the prison rumbled. And the cell doors flew wide open. And the shackles binding their legs broke clean off their body. 
and they walked out of that cell scot-free, right? On the other side of your praise, there is breakthrough. I don't know what situation you're in right now, but let me tell you, the Lord does. He knows and He cares, He cares. But as you praise Him, as you humble yourself before Him, as you lift Him up, even in your circumstance, there will be breakthrough on the other side. There will be freedom on the other side. There will be liberty on the other side. So will you praise Him tonight? Will you stand to your feet, stand to your feet? Because I, I thought we sung that song pretty well, Joey. But I think there's another level. Because some people were letting the shackles hold them back. But that bridge, it sings, Hell, last another one, I am free. Yeah. Ready, come on, sing, Zach, I'm free. Yeah. Hell, last another one, I am free. Oh, I am free. Oh, I am free. Oh, hell, that's another one. I am free. Oh, I am free. Oh, I am free. Hell, yeah. Hell, that's another one. Oh, hell, that's another one. I am free. Oh, I am free. Thanks for tuning in to the Burn Youth Podcast. To stay in the loop, follow us on Instagram at Burn Youth. See you next time.